I hate to go all technical on you, but all hands on deck, swirly thing alert. Attention. Listen, you motherfuckers. Buckle up, pedal heads. You're experiencing the Lotus Effect with Phoenix and Phone Boy. You are my podcast, my only podcast. So if you fucking take my podcast away, I'm going to shove my foot so far up your ass. Oh, my God. It's very creepy. Just a little weird. Maybe it'll catch on. Who knows? It is out of sheer morbid curiosity. I'm allowing this freak show to continue. How do you fix that, though? Take a big step back and literally suck my dick. Do I have your attention? Send your dick pics. (laughs) Are you interested? I know you are because it's fuck or walk. You're shitting me. Have you made your decision for Christ? To tell you the truth, I don't give a shit. I would not say such things if I were you. Who the fuck are you? Phone Boy and Phoenix. I don't know Phone Boy. Those two are those two are pretty interesting to listen to. They're fucking nuts! But they don't know shit about fuck, clearly. You just can't trust them. Fuck you two! You're talking peak no agenda right there, everybody. That's right. Anyone who thinks we don't know what we're talking about and, and, and you can't trust us? Fuck you! Yeah, well... Because um, you're right. And we just hate being called and, out on and, and, it. And by, and by the way, I, so the, the, the noise that you came through while the theme was playing was your fault because you got a boostergram in. It's and cr- me! Yeah, it's so, all me! But it was, and it was my fault for not having the tab muted, so... Oh, okay, so we're going to share the blame in this, right? Yes, we are sharing the blame on this. At least you understand that you've got a 90-10 split here. <laughs> yeah. Now, who the hell are you again? Fuck if I know. Everybody keeps calling me Phoenix. Let me start this off by clearly stating that I'm better than everyone. Um, yeah. Don't ask him this question uh, before he goes on mic. Who the fuck he thinks he is? Uh, yeah, I have, I have no idea, but uh, I guess I'm phone boy. So we finally met <laughs> well, the man whose shit doesn't stink. Yeah! Okay, so we have a clip to introduce today's uh, show topics, as it were. That's right. And it is episode 74 of The Lotus Effect, where the show's made up and the content doesn't matter, and we already talked about that fact, and the fact that he played the opening clip. And I'm completely unprepared, because... Blame phone boy. What did I do? (laughs) Are you breathing? Okay. As long as we've established that. You started the recordings, right? Yes. Had to make sure. Okay, yes. So, all right. This week, we decided to feature essential oil... As a result of a conversation with one of the pedal heads in the chat. Now, Weirdo, one of our wonderful pedal heads that we adore, had mentioned that his wife and he like candles, and Phone Boy and I had just purchased some new candles for the studio, and I recommended that he should go to where we bought our candle from, which I'm not going to say where it was. He knows where it was, because, you know, everybody bitches about us quote-unquote shilling when we mention any names of things, but nonetheless, told him him and his wife should go and have a little, you know, day of sniff, and that he probably would like it as well. So it kind of sparked the idea of doing the oil that this candle is actually containing, which is neroli oil. And Phone Boy had a very interesting draw the other night. He was just compelled to do a tarot draw. Yes. The result of which is in this program. Yes. So so 
Yeah, so Tara's have been screaming at me the last few weeks. I mean, the the I went from not you know I kind of do it only when I got when I got the the you know the the feeling to do it, and I've had the feeling to do it a lot over the, la- the last few weeks. And so, um, and there's been there's been some events that have happened over the last few weeks that have needed some illumination. And so, and I'm going to break down a draw I did just a couple days ago that well helped me put a lot of things in context. Uh, that uh, um, well for 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 situations that, that are that are well a, a discussion topic. For frequently on this show but uh but yeah it's gonna be so i'm i'm breaking down i'm breaking down a celtic cross draw that i did and so you can kind of see that you know how how i've uh, how i approach it and, and the insight i got out of it so um so and then i'm sure by now if you've continued to stay listening you know what you're in for yeah exactly and in that in the spirit of that we are of course a value for value podcast and it's a method that was pioneered by the boys at No Agenda. You can contribute value back to us for the value that you receive, because I know we make a lot of people laugh with what we do, because we are just us. I mean, this is not like an act we're putting on behind, you know, anything in front of the mic that we don't do behind the mic, essentially. That's right. So if, if you want to return some of the value that you get, you can go to lotuseffect.show. And click the little yellow We Like Money button. And send us some of your fiat fun coupons via PayPal. We know PayPal is evil. And if you're as offended by your money as we are, we'll be glad to take one for the team and take it off your hands. That's right. Um, you could also do Boostagrams using a Podcasting 2.0 app. And if you do not have an app that lets you boost your favorite podcast, one, what the hell is wrong with you? By now, you should definitely be on the Podcasting 2.0 train. So take Take off all your clothes and go to nude podcast dot new pod nude podcast apps.com. There you go. Or new podcast apps.com either way. Um, and you can send us stuff in the mail. We've had a few people who've sent us quote unquote care packages. We actually have a care package being delivered by the Phoenix boys for studio 33. So if you want our address to send us any value or even if you want some stickers, we have stickers for the show. So hit us in the back channel and give us your address and we'll make sure that we get you at least however many business cards limit of 20 yeah, and me. some stickers. And then we'll get, yeah. So um, let's, um, and let's uh, read some of the boostograms we got um, over the last week. Uh, so we got Weirdo boosting 1,000 sets saying, this is the Rick and Morty song I intended to link last night. Um, so we got that. And then uh, Weirdo boosted 1,000 sets saying, deep down low, the video is an absolute trip. I, th- I agree it was. Um, Phoenix uh, boosted 3333 30, 30 sets saying, that's what I l- love about the south it was it was was typoed a bit a lot yeah you were obviously doing this last night no i copy i copy pasted (laughs) it from the actual boosts you also there is no way that i fucked that up that hard yeah yeah you did we got um that's all right i boosted another 3333 saying hey look my made it to my family and then weirdo came in with a thousand sats for motorcycle as the rush comes epic tune then of course you know 
not to be outdone, I had to throw 33-33 more sats in for some white-collar holler for the Bemrose brothers, who were nice enough to be in Studio 33. Yeah, and then uh, and then Weirdo uh, boosted another 1,000 sats, uh, uh, boosting uh, Godsmack uh, by Serenity. And then uh, and then we also got some uh, Mudvayne Dig, another 1,000 sats he boosted. And then you boosted 33-33 uh, sats, saying, my name is Mud from Primus. Uh, weirdo, I got another thousand sats uh, saying mushroom head out of my mind and you boosted 10,000 sats saying for those about to rock ACDC that was that's a great track you missed two of them I missed two of them there was a thousand sats from weirdo in this moment adrenalized and I, there was also 10,000 I, uh, I want to rock twisted sister for all our faithful pedal heads thank you thank you, thank you. I'm, I'm yes um Pass the yeah Phoenix boosted four twenty set saying pass the Duchy for Sudanet Newton four twenty because what's gonna be is what's gonna be that's right um, that's right yeah and, and Phoenix uh, boosted four twenty set saying Nico and Vince that's how you know uh, yeah that's a, yeah which is which is I mean uh, that's how he knew you know yeah, yes yes that is epic I love when we walk all over each other with clips it just it, it makes me excited. <laughs> So Weirdo came in with 5,000 sats saying Rideshare Radio Boost. And those who aren't in the know, you'll be in the know now. Rideshare Radio, 8 p.m. Central on Friday night while Phoenix is doing Rideshare in Nashville. We are taking requests from the riders and also your requests at lotuseffect.chat or the back channel or however else that you get it to us. You can request songs and they will be put in the playlist along with the ones from my riders and then our final wonderful pedal head who boosted said he did some 3333 and said it was net ned he said this song's fitting for someone i saw tonight oh well hopefully they realize this song is evidence phoenix sammy sounds better on his own just like van halen without sammy and it's the song your life is driving me crazy and as Nat Ned knows, I don't love him, and he drives me crazy. Not in that way, anyway. I mean, I love him as a pedal head. He's cool AF, but yeah. Keep, right. keep your DLR loving ass up there in Michigan. <laughs> but if you want to get in on this Boostergram party, like we said, if you don't have an app that lets you boost Satoshis to your favorite podcasts, go get a new one. Yeah, because really... Boost me, bitch. That's right. There's rules around here. Yeah, we got we got to boost. So um, now, um, of course, there are ways to send us feedback in this, uh, uh, you know, and that because because one of the ways you can contribute value is to is to give us feedback. And there's ways to do that. So send send us, and you can send us a message on No Agenda Social. I'm Phone Boy. You are you are Phoenix P H D O N I X. The uh, what am I looking at? Um, I cannot podcast with your ass. You are not. I, I'm going to pull the plug on this show because Phone Boy is not his normal, copable self today. He is not okay. He got madly crossfaded last night and did something he never should have done, which was take on a trippy panda. That's all I'm saying. And he's still not the same. Y'all do not understand. I am having to spoon feed, you know, figuratively, this man. It is very terrible. What's happening behind the mic today? Okay, you still haven't told me what I what I did wrong here. Nothing. <laughs> You're just fucking with me, aren't you? Of course I'm fucking with you. Okay. That and the fact that, no, Sir Bemrose in the chat was alluding to the fact he wanted to hear his drop. Oh, well, I can do that. Arr, shiver me timbers. 
and boost me, bitch. This man would. I love this plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. Let's do it. This man would never be good in the military. He does not take hand signals for shit. I'm trying to be quiet about the fact to give him the indication. Read in the chat what's being said, and he could figure it the fuck out. No. (laughs) He has to look at me and be like, what am I supposed to read? Don't ever go on a recon mission with me. You're going to get me killed. That's all I'm saying. Get off my tits. Breaking the balls. Breaking the balls. Well, now that we've gotten all that done, like he said, if you want to send us feedback on No Agenda Social, it's P-H-E-O-N-I-X is all you have to type after the at sign, and it will pull me up. I'm extremely unique. At Phone Boy is Mr. Phone Boy's tag. You can email us, like he said, phoneboy at lotuseffect.show, phoenix at lotuseffect.show, the aforementioned spelling. We like snail mail. Or you can call or text us at 253-237-3321. One ringy dingy. Two ringy dingy. And remember, no Ernestine is not... This is Chip. I forgot we had that new drop. I'm going to kick you in the fucking exercise ball for that. <laughs> Anyways, Ernestine isn't standing by. Neither is Dell from Chip. Or Chip from Dell. But, uh... Google Voices. They're going to mangle your transcription and you could end up as a show title. And the whole reason for calling 253-237-3321 is to sound off on our refire topic, which this week is what is your favorite candle scent? Oh boy. All right. So, you, I believe, get to talk about new rolly oil. That's the beginning of this. And I I, I do not think we have any I, We did um we did by the way, we did get some feedback on this question and I think I put it I actually I think I have it down in the in the middle part of the show, in the, yeah, there is a uh, uh, guest bag at No Agenda Social said patchouli. I can't stand patchouli oil. I'm not even going to lie. I mean, if the pedal heads want me to do a show on patchouli, I will. But I will tell you that I do not have any experience in it beyond the fact I don't like the smell. I associate patchouli with hippies who want to put that oil on instead of deodorant. And now you just smell like horrible essential oil and body odor. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, exactly. So, um, saying. All right. So, would you wish to uh, tell your story about neroli oil? Of course. So, neroli oils, and I, excuse me, I didn't know this when I decided to do the oil. And I found it very fascinating. It's actually an essential oil that's steam distilled from the small white waxy flowers of the bitter orange tree, known as citrus oranidum, which amazingly also produces two other essential oils. The bitter oil, excuse me, the bitter orange oil, which comes from the peel of the nearly ripe fruit and the pedigrine oil, which comes from the leaves. So very, very useful tree for three separate essential oils. Now, the bitter orange tree is native to Eastern Africa and tropical Asia, and it's also grown throughout the Mediterranean regions and the states of Florida and California. So yes, it is those normal orange trees of which you see in the orange juice groves in Florida and California. So collecting, I'm sorry, The tree blooms heavily in May, and under optimal growing conditions, a large tree can produce up to 40 pounds, or excuse me, 60 pounds of fresh flowers. Boy, I can't talk today, I swear to God. So, it's, the timing's crucial, because the flowers 
quickly lose their oil after they've been plucked from the tree. And they have to be hand-picked without being excessively handled or bruised to retain their quality. And it actually takes a thousand pounds of these flowers to produce an ounce of the neroli oil. That's a lot of flowers. No wonder they're using the groves down in Florida and California. So some of the major components of the neroli essential oil include <coughs> linalool at 28.5%, linalil at 19.6%, nerolidol at 9.1%, and ifarnizol at 9.1%, aterpeniol at 4.9%, and limaconine at 4.6%. The health benefits are actually quite limited for this oil compared to some of the other ones that I've featured, but they do still have a lot of prominence. It possesses biologically active constituents that have the ability to reduce acute inflammation and chronic inflammation even more so. And it was also found that neroli oil has the ability to reduce central and peripheral sensitivity to pain. It reduces stress and it improves symptoms of menopause. There was a random study of 63 healthy postmenopausal. Let me try that one more time. Postmenopausal. Why that word eludes me? I don't know. 63 healthy postmenopausal. Would would you like to? Would you like to take a? uh a draw of this. It might help me to speak because, yes. oh my God. Yes. So, nonetheless, so there was this study done of 63 healthy postmenopausal women who inhaled between 10% and 50% neroli oil. No, well, this, in this case, it's 0.1% and 0.5% because that's what the text says. I know that. No, but you said 10% and yes, 50%, and that's not correct. that's cor- what that decimal represents. Yes, but it says 0.1%. Do you want to read this? Oh, yes. <laughs> Anyways, so these women inhaled 0.1 or 0.5% of the neroli oil, or the almond oil for the placebo group. Now, this was the, also the control group apparently. And they did it for five minutes twice a day for five days. Compared with the control group, the two groups that were inhaling the neroli oil showed significantly lower diastolic blood pressure as well as improvement in their pulse rate, their serum cortisol levels, and their estrogen concentrations. And the findings indicated that inhalation of neroli oil helps relieve menopausal symptoms, increase sexual desire, and reduce blood pressure in postmenopausal women. And that's really important. Now, in general, neroli oil can be an effective intervention to reduce stress and improve your endocrine system. So it's not just for menopausal women. It does decrease blood pressure and cortisol levels. There was another study using it. And the inhalation on blood pressure and salivary cortisol levels in 83 hypertensive and uh, what? hyper... What the hell? I'm sorry. 
We're, we're, I, I give up. I, I'm tapping out today. I'm useless as tits on a horse, and I blame you. I'm vicariously fucked up without ever having smoked or drank anything that would bring me to that level. I'm just, I'm over it today. Are you unable to, are you unable to read? Apparently, I'm fucking illiterate. I must have hit my head or something because I'm the one who did all this research and I researched it and I researched it and I read it again. And yet I'm trying to put it out to the world and I can't speak. It's frustrating. Yeah. Anyways. So in 83 pre-hypertensive and hypertensive subjects at regular intervals for 24 hours, they inhaled this neroli oil. They were given them the the test subjects had significantly decreased systolic and diastolic blood pressures compared with the placebo placebo group and the control group after treatment. And the experimental group also showed significant decrease in the concentration of salivary cortisol. Therefore, they concluded that the inhalation of neroli oil can have immediate and continuous positive effects on blood pressure and stress reduction. And it exhibits antimicrobial and antioxidant activities. Research shows that the chemical composition of neroli oil has, be, has both antimicrobial and antioxidant powers. The antimicrobial activity was exhibited when against six kinds of bacteria, two types of yeast, and three different fungi in a study. It exhibited a marked antibacterial activity, especially against pseudo monis originosis no idea so the oil exhibited a very strong antifungal activity compared with the standard antibiotic a nice statin it repairs and rejuvenates skin as well it's known for its ability to rejuvenate the skin cells and improve the elasticity of skin and helps maintain the right oil balance in your skin so this can actually prevent you from having to use all those heavy astringents for acne because it balances the oil levels in your skin and due to its ability to revive skin at the cellular level, it can be beneficial for wrinkles, scars, and stretch marks. Any skin conditions caused by or related to stress should be responded should respond well to the use of neroli oil since it has wonderful overall healing and calming abilities. And it can be useful for treating bacterial skin conditions and rashes due to the antimicrobial you know, properties. It has anti-seizure and anti-convulsant agents in it, and it possesses biologically active constituents that have anti-convulsant activity, which supports the use of the plant in the management of seizures. You gotta love it. It has constituents. What is it, like a political oil now? Just saying. So there's some common uses for neroli oil which include clearing your head and reducing stress. You just take a sniff of it and, you know, while you're commuting to work or after you get home and it makes rush hour a little more bearable and maybe your outlook a little bit brighter. Helps you sleep, gives you some sweet dreams. Take it, put it on a cotton ball, tuck it inside your pillowcase. You'll have a great night's sleep. I might actually try that, honestly, because we have some neroli oil. Now, like I said before, it can be used as an acne treatment. Since it has powerful antibacterial properties, it's a great home remedy for acne to treat breakouts. Just wet a cotton ball with water. 
That way it provides a little bit of dilution for the oil. And then add a couple of drops of the oil, dab it on the problem area gently once a day till the blemish clears up. It can be used to purify the air. If you want to put it in a diffuser in your house or office to clean the air and breathe in the anti-germ properties. You can soak away stress. Like we were saying, it reduces stress. You can soak away your stress. Just, you know, put a few drops of it in your bath or your foot bath. It'll help with your anxiety, your depression, your hysteria, panic, shock. All these conditions can be helped by just having a nice soak in some neroli oil scented water. It will help alleviate headaches. Take a few drops on a hot or cold compress to help soothe a headache, especially if it's from tension. We spoke earlier about the fact it can lower your blood pressure. You can put it in a diffuser or just take a couple of sniffs right out of the bottle. And studies have shown that, you know, your cortisol levels and your blood pressure will reduce with this usage. The regeneration of skin, mix it with an applique, you know, with an essential oil. Let me try that again because God damn it. You are editing this episode, I swear to God. No, I'm not. Fuck you, phone boy. Fuck you! I sound like a bumbling idiot because I can't speak today for whatever reason. Anyways, it helps to regenerate skin. All you have to do is just take a couple of drops and put it in some unscented face cream or a carrier oil like jojoba or argon. Apply it as normal. You can also use it for PMS relief. Just mix a couple of drops into your bath water and have a nice soak. It can be used as an antispasmodic. If you take a few drops, put it in a diffuser or about four or five in a blended massage oil. Rub it over your lower abdomen and it helps to improve any colon problems or diarrhea and maybe some nervous dyspepsia. It can also help ease labor. You know, childbirth is not easy. We all know that. And the essential oil of neroli can actually be used to help if you've got fear or anxiety during labor. You can diffuse it in the air during, you know, the time when you're going through that. Or you can include it in a massage oil for your lower back. And I'll be honest, the first thing I thought of when I read that was Dame DeLorean. That this is something, if she's not already using, if they have another wonderful addition to their wolf pack, this might actually help. Because I'm sure that, you know, having a, a child naturally, even at home, you know, that that's a tough girl. Kudos to her and hats off. Thank you for your courage, Dame. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's something else. Uh, and another thing she probably doesn't have to deal with because she's just uh, adorable yeah. is decreasing stretch marks. Add a couple of drops to a cream, a lotion, or an oil to reduce the stretch marks and the broken capillaries on your skin. Yeah. Um, wow, I mean, it really does. And, you know, I have some notes on it. It blends really well with the following essential oils. So, if, if you want, I have recipes for a lot of these things, too, for stress relief and other things. But it blends really well with camomile, chamomile, clary sage, coriander, frankincense, which we did a show on recently, geranium, which is amazing for cold sores. I just want to say that. So, so much better and so much less expensive than those big pharma treatments. It also blends really good with ginger, grapefruit, jasmine, juniper, 
lavender, lemon, mandarin, myrrh, orange, palmarosa, pedigrain, because it's actually from the same plant, or excuse me, same tree, rose, sandalwood, and lang lang. It's a non-toxic, non-sensitizing, non-irritant, and non-phototoxic essential oil, but you should always do a patch test just to make sure that you don't have an allergy to it. And if you're using it on your, directly on your skin, you've got to make sure that you mix it with a carrier oil like jojoba or argon to buffer its potential irritant. Yeah. And as always, all your oils, keep them away from your pets and children, because yeah. even if they're safe for them, you don't want to take a chance. That's true. So, all right. Um, so we do not have a uh, we do not have a cavalcade of stupidity yet. I am uh, sure there will be one coming. I will speak to Sir yeah. Rev Cybertrucker in the back channel and oh, find out if okay. everything's peachy deaky with him. Okay, well that's cool. Um, so um, we we had some uh, we had some toast and jam material this week, uh, did we not? Oh yes, we did. Uh, so what uh, what do we want to start with? Well, it depends. What do you want to start with? Because there was something pretty epic that occurred in my ride share this week. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if we want to blow our whole wad at the beginning of this segment, or if we want to wait until the end, like a proper money shot. Yeah, I think you might want to wait on that one. So, uh, what, the, the, what's that blinking? Uh, oh my God! Shut up! So right. Yeah, I'd forgotten we put that in toast and jam. Yeah. Okay, so full. Disclosure: Bob was being charged on the nightstand edge of the drawer. I didn't think anything of it. It's very dark in our bedroom. And phone boy is very sensitive to light. And he's like, what is that blinking? And I realized, oh my God, Bob's charging. So I had to quickly like rectify the situation. And I'm like... That's just got to be told. That story is entirely too funny for any of the women out there that can relate. It just, I was, I was embarrassed and at the same point, like, well, fuck it. <laughs> Lean in. That's right. Um, so, um. I want to talk about last night's rideshare during rideshare radio. Okay. I'm sure anyone with a pulse has heard about the storms that swept across the southeast. And they're still, it seems and like are, still Yeah, kind of, they're still kind of in the area. Yeah. Last count, like 24 people were killed because of these storms. I know two in Mississippi I heard about. I saw green lightning. I saw a green sky last night in Nashville. It scared the hell out of me. I drove a truck for 14 years. There's not a lot that can scare me. That got me a little concerned. It actually did facilitate me cutting my night slightly short because one cell had already swept through and the torrential rain and the unbelievable lightning bolts that I saw. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love a nice lightning bolt, but these were probably the longest and widest lightning bolts I'd ever seen in my life. And especially when one streaks completely across the sky and then another one on my drive home is so bright and so big and just slams down into the ground. I mean, it didn't come down near me, but it definitely had my attention 100% because I actually have had a lightning bolt slam down in front of me 
And it it did flash blind me for a small amount of time. And and the irony of which is that the electricity that comes off of that, that is an immediate burst. It's enough that it gave me a headache, like immediately when I drove into that kind of electrical field that it had created, like holy absolute shit. So last night was a bit scary because, I mean, the streets of Nashville were absolutely just... The, the gutters couldn't keep up. The rain was so torrential. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad around here, too, you know, up, up here on the plateau. And, and that's what I was worried about because of the fact that I knew driving in Nashville, I was getting it before you were going to get it. So at least I was able to kind of give you a warning on it. Yeah. But at the same time, I was talking to one of the women. I mean, anybody who knows anything about weather, weather patterns, we should have expected this. We started our week at 20 degrees, and yesterday it hit 80. This is the perfect you know, breeding ground for a storm like that to occur when temperatures do that, and they do it every damn year. You yeah. would think that Southerners would have been used to this by now, but yeah. the point I was making was she was talking about being from Florida and about the hurricanes, and yeah, hurricanes suck. They destroy a lot of shit, but you get a warning with a hurricane most often. You get a few days. Stay or go, your choice. With tornadoes, by the time you hear that siren, it's OV. You're done. It's coming at you, and it's going to take you out, and that's the sad part, is there aren't good enough warning systems for tornadoes for people. I mean, yes, they help, but, and, you know, like Mama T is talking about Um, how the Lincoln Regional Hospital in Fayetteville, now I know where that is, uh, the basic area, it got hit, and the tornado sirens didn't even go off. Yeah, well... And, you know, Bemrose is commenting about, you know, earthquakes. Yeah, believe me, I absolutely do not want to be involved in an earthquake. I have heard how horrible they are. Phoneboy has regaled me stories of being in one. Yeah, I've been in several of them. Yeah, it's not something... The irony is, I would rather see a tornado than experience an earthquake. Yeah, I'm kind of a fan of shit I can see. If I can see it, I can avoid it, God willing. Yeah, well... Okay, so... Yeah, all of that is very terrifying. So th- this is um, let's see where we're it else is terrifying. Are. Yeah. So um, so yeah. the the big reveal here for tales from Rideshare this week had a lawyer, and now I want you all to know I verified this. I did some research when this dude told me this because this was way unbelievable for me to have had this person in my rideshare. But sure enough, I had a lawyer in my rideshare that was involved in the Twitter acquisition with Elon Musk. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's a, the, you, you, you run into some interesting people in certain places, you know. Exactly. I mean, it does facilitate, especially being in Nashville. Yes, exactly. You want to talk, you want to talk about meeting people. Uh, you know, that's a great, great way to, uh, uh, great, you know, you, yeah, you get to meet some more people in, in Nashville. So, oh my. All right, so... <laughs> I think what that means now I'm I'm impatiently waiting for the day like during the CMAs or something gigantic in Nashville that involves the music industry because I've heard stories of it happening I'm waiting for the day that I pick up a country music star I'm just saying Reba if you're out there hit me up yeah I won't charge you Blake Shelton come get some but leave that bitch Gwen Stefani the fuck home okay so 
We do have a voicemail. We have a we have a singular voicemail. One uh, single voicemail, really, pedalheads. That's the best y'all could do. Two five three two three seven three three two one. You know you can still do it. What's your favorite candle scent? It's an easy question. Thank you, pedal heads. Apparently, somebody doesn't know how to get off the mute button. I think. No, let's do this again. We're exactly. There we go. Sorry. And he's still muted, mind you. I didn't push his button, and he's over there just muted. Phone boy. There's a show title. Yeah, I am. I am experiencing the lotus effect. Woo, boy! Oh yeah, candles. I mean, obviously, my favorite ones are the ones that look like a realistic pie or something like that. They like look like food, and then they smell like food. Because what's better than having the smell of apple pie and the look of apple pie, but not being able to eat it? I get a lot of like farmers market markets. Well, the bigger kind of farmers markets and stuff like that, where everything is crafts and whatnot. But yeah, I'm like the apple pie looks cool. It's impressive. I'm not going to burn it, and I really don't want to just smell apple pie. So, not a fan of the food flavor things. Um, I don't really have a favorite scent. Uh, kind of bowl after bowl answer, but uh, don't really have a favorite. Uh, but in mine, it's not alive anymore. But I remember he used to like those uh, uh, those uh, Yankee candles, and it was the I think it was like Ocean Breeze or something. It was some sort of ocean you one. Um, and I remember that was that was a good good smelling one, um, and yeah, we got some for the bathroom because we don't have a vent in the bathroom. So like company comes over, we just kind of leave that burning with the window cracked. So, uh, but I don't know what scent. It, yeah, it's just kind of whatever candle we have. Sometimes not no scent at all. Um, but yeah, I like a good little scented candle, I guess. But uh, don't really do it too often. I do like incense, so we'll just go into other smells. Uh, I, I do like incense, but don't really smell that. Don't really do that either, because my my wife has a very sensitive nose. Um, so, like incense is just a little too overwhelming. And uh, I think the only incense that I remember having was like Nag Champa, whatever. I think like the OG scent or something like that. But uh, don't do that anymore, because that just kind of permeates and. Even if it's like the next day, sort of thing. Because I remember I'd burn, I remember a time or so I tried burning that, and like she was, and when she was gone, and like it was like the next day or two, and it's just too strong. So don't do that. So, yeah. 
a whole lot of sense. Maybe a fart scent, you know? That way, like, you can, maybe chilly night or something, you just burn the fart scent, and then that way, like, you can just fart all you want, and, you know, everybody's used to it. That'd be kind of cool. Not really, but, yeah. So, All right. I love you guys. Happy Saturday. And uh, stay dangerous. And uh, whether or not you're doing a date day with somebody or you're recording a podcast or you're listening to a podcast live or you're doing none of those, go ahead and say, Kaka! Kaka! Mr. Christopher Battles, thank you so much. Burn the farts? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that's a potential show. I am so calling it now. Burn the farts is the official show title. We don't even have to vote on it. That shit's money in the bank. And I love your suggestion. Of a fart-scented candle. I mean, I'm sure somewhere shit-scented candles exist, but that's brilliant. To literally have a candle you can light and then rip as many air biscuits as you want and your wife be like, Jesus Christ, like, no, baby, it's the candle, I swear to God. <laughs> that's fucking brilliant. Thank you for your courage, Mr. Christopher Battles. Yeah. That's fantastic. All right. Now, while, we, while that voicemail came in... I know, yeah, incense for the win. I used... Because I didn't want to burn a candle in the truck when I had to podcast because you know that's where I was living I burned an ass load of incense well that and the mask you know certain well, other things which we won't talk about on the mic yeah we uh, well we also used to that burn- weren't farts yeah. <laughs> alright we have we, we anyway the the, vo- the number of voicemails that multiplied while we were in the that's because I'm a super podcaster and that needs to be fucking iced but anyway I made a kind of call out yeah, this is what we're trying. You were both trying to do it this way. There you go. All right. So, all right. Let's play. Let's play. Okay. The, uh, I just want to say I love the fact that we both use the exact same words when asking to ISO that thing. No, That's beautiful. Use difference. That needs to be ISOed. All right. Hang on a minute. I'm going to play this next voicemail. How about that? Let's do that. This is what we got to do. If I can actually click the button. There we go. In answer to your question about the candle. As you, or some of you know, I am sort of gender confused. So it depends on which gender I am favoring at the moment. The female wants lavender and the male wants sandalwood. So, Phoenix, either one of those candles for your mama. Thank you. Bye. Well, I don't know. I, I think, Mama T, um, I may just have to make both of them. That way, both of your personalities, or whatever you call them, both your sides of awesomeness that you are, can be happy at the same time. Yes. So. And I love me some lavender. Right. No play. That is one of the best things, especially with how calming it is. You know, when, when you get ready, you know, like 30 minutes before you go to bed, just light a nice lavender candle. Ooh, definite sweet dreams. And that sandalwood, yeah, that's that's that scent you burn in the morning when you're getting dressed trying to get up and get motivated. Yeah, and learn a mama tea with a side of awesomeness. That is... Well, hell, all you'd have to do is order a mama tea because she's all the way around awesome. All right, so we got one more voicemail here. For, and, and I believe it is um, somebody that hasn't called in before, so this is always good. Hello, this is Kiwi from the um from the Pedalhead. Ah crap, I can't get the I can't get my words right today. But I'll keep this short. I absolutely I absolutely love the smell of vanilla everything. I have these little tiny vanilla air fresheners in my car that make my car smell wonderful. I absolutely love vanilla. 
Also, phone boy, if you're hearing this message, if you could find a way to change Phoenix NAS name to just Phoenix, that would be great. Okay, have a nice day. Thanks. Yeah, that has actually been uh, stated numerous times that if there were a way to change my at tag to just Phoenix, I do not know if that can be done. We would have it would have to be. It a would migration. be an extensive process. A, a I do know that, but yeah. like I said, it's not hard. All you have to do is type in P H E O N I X. The rest fills itself in, and you don't have to. I don't even remember what the hell I signed up as. I've changed it a couple of times. Well thought I was changing it but irrelevant to the fact I realize that had I known at the time that I created my at tag that it was going to be something that people would readily want to access I probably would have made it something shorter yes well this is something we will fix at some point um now um i will also i think so that was the last voicemail i will also address a piece of feedback that we got as a text because you can also text 253-237-3321 this came from um it came from weirdo and yeah um we when we advertise the show on nas we there's two different types of posts we do i tend to do the public one and and uh, and phoenix does a uh she purposely does it as a direct post to specific people so that's yeah and and honestly it's not design yeah right anyone who's listening to this if you are a regular pedal head except for kiwi blade bro i don't know your at tag put it in the chat i'll add you to the list because i admit I do a personal post that goes out to only certain people advertising the show and inviting them to, you know, come and listen. Only because the only way that I know people are listening is if they give us feedback or they're in the troll room. So if you want to be part of the elusive list that goes out announcing the show, hit me up in the back channel ask me put your at tag for no agenda social in and i'll be glad to add you i'm not trying to be exclusive yeah so well i I said that wrong i guess i have no problem being inclusive of the exclusive message sent out yeah exactly so all right yeah we got we got you yeah we we were yeah we we certainly appreciate the feedback but actually in this case it was by design so that it was done that way so yes you're on yeah you're on yeah you're on (laughs) you're on another yeah on another freaking list right so that's just what that's just what you need to do actually you know what i want i want to say this because that made me think about the fact so i was talking to some of my riders and actually this is two stories So I'm talking to some of my writers, and I was talking about the fact I'm going to school and what I'm going to school for. And, of course, they were joking, you know, when they got ready to get out of the ride. They were like, don't remember my phone number. Don't, you know, I don't exist type thing, you know, because cyber technology, haha, laugh joke. But then I took a picture, and I'm kind of proud of me. I thought it was kind of a, a cute little tech joke. Did you ever post that picture last night of the bar that I sent you the picture of? No, I didn't. But, oh, but I tell you what, epic fail. Okay, okay we are okay. going to no, post no, no, put, this I'm put, picture. I'm putting. Phone boy's going to post this picture, and the caption that I wanted to go with this picture. Now, when you see this, you will understand all of you tech geeks out there. Well, I think I, I think I've even I think I may have even posted it to yeah, already. My so. my uh, what do you call it? My my uh, caption for this photo is error bar not found yeah and i i thought i had actually done it okay so where is your sir bemrose you don't want to know 
you just don't want to know. Yeah. Like, oh my God. He, I'm not kidding. He is truly not recovered from last night's events. Like, he didn't have to be on mic other than because he was playing DJ for Rideshare Radio. He made epic mistakes that I guarantee you he will never make again. <coughs> oh, my God. I've certainly never taken one of those freaking trippy pandas. Like, holy crap. Okay, for whatever reason, this is not... It's not letting me, like... Because I wanted to... I'll do it. <coughs> yeah. I'm trying to do it. I don't... Yeah, excuse me. I'm having a little bit of a... <clears throat> Pepcak. Yeah, I'm having, I'm having some... What? Are you... Are you Oh jeez, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So tell I, me I'm wrong. Thank you very much. That is not. No. No. Lies. lies. No, it Hot is not for. Lies. No. I, Hot I fresh lies. No, it is not. You are stoned like a gravel road. Still, twenty four hours later. I am not that stoned. I don't know which. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, okay, right. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But for whatever reason, okay. I think I can do this now. This is this is I'm yeah. Are you sure? I'm sure I can there's do There's doubt in my mind. There's a lot of there's a lot of doubt in my mind here. I'm going to I'll put it in the chat. I will have something and I'll might I'm if I remember, I'll put it in the show notes too. Um, so there we go. That that is the the bar, and it is yeah. I mean, we went a long way for a, for a lame joke, but um, okay. You know, yeah, I know this was supposed to be easy. Okay, what well, happened? Okay, you can you get some wine because I, I can get as much wine as I want. What's your point? No, I, I, I think okay. We, toast and jam. Yeah. By the way, Phoenix fucked up. I literally dropped like 60 bucks on wine today, not meaning to. I was not thinking anything about it. I was just like, oh, phone boy likes this one. I want to try this one. We both like this one. Before I knew it, she was like, 57, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? Oops. Yeah, the, the, the fuck. All right, we're, we're black cherry in this shit. This is, this is my... I have no apologies for the fact that I bought a lot of wine. Yeah, we, we don't have a, we don't have an issue here, and I, I want to I want to at least get to it before we get to to the sh- the show. So can we uh, do we have anything else to vamp about? I don't know while we're waiting for the, while I'm pouring the wine here. Um, yeah, we're not muted again. Yeah. He's just away from the mic, unfortunately, because he's trying to be awesome. He doesn't know how to do things quietly and on the DL behind the mic when we're on mic. So you know. Yeah, oh, that's awesome, Billy Bones. You're making a meatball sub. Lit, dude. We're having meatballs for dinner. That's, that sounds fantastic. All right, so I'm going to bring... <laughs> Vamp with us, Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. Us. I, th- I, think that, I think that might be a potential show title. Unfortunately, I should not be left... Well, okay. I should not be left to my own devices. We know that. But I also should not be left unsupervised to vamp on our stream while you pretend to be awesome behind the mic. Love you. Love you. Is it good? Do you like it? Yes, I do. It smells like black cherry yogurt. Well, isn't that what it's supposed to be? It's black cherry wine. Oh. So, all right. So, I guess I that I'm, does not touch me the way the Stella Black. No, does. it didn't. No, it's a little bit. It's a little tartar. So, all right. I guess we've gotten through our. Um, we've gotten through all of the. Um, 
the toast and jam material, I believe, right? I believe so. Okay, so now we're going to get into the tarot part of the show. And now... And, you know, as you know, my divorce is largely over. Legally speaking, there was the issues were, or the final order was issued last month, and and I've taken care of most of the resulting paperwork. Now there's still some assets and retirement accounts that need to be transferred, and they're waiting specific orders from the court. We've largely separated our assets and our debts now. Gold digger. Yeah. Mm. Now. Terrible one, allergies. Uh, yeah. One of the assets involved was a house that Zillow estimates is worth, well, I think one point two million. And, uh, and, and, and and it's a house she was given outright now. And the house still had a mortgage in both of our names for just north of $360,000. And according to our agreement, she was to get a new mortgage in her own name within two years. Well, lo and behold, earlier this week, I got a notice from the mortgage company saying that this $360,000 loan was paid off. You know, I just thought of something. I, I don't mean to break in, but I do. Okay. If... I wonder, and this is really splitting hairs and, and being semantical, but the agreement says she has to get a mortgage in her name. If what we think happened happened, she did not follow that court order because that's not in her name. That yeah. doesn't say you can get a family member or whatever to get a mortgage in their name for that house. It says her name. Now, I understand your name's off of it. Whatever. I just don't care. I, yeah. I, I, it's just, you know. Yeah. But I mean, okay. So, I mean, and given her income work history and the fact that the retirement accounts are still not transferred to her yet, so she doesn't even have to, you know, have anything that's approaching assets, I, there's zero chance she did this on her own. I, yeah. Not a chance in hell. Yeah. And given past history and court documents, I have no doubt the other person who helped her is her mother. And given how quickly they agreed to this when I offered the house in mediation, I suspect this was part of their plan all along. And and I'm at peace with all of this. I mean, obviously, I, obviously, I, I offered it, and I knew they were probably going to take it, and, and that and they did. Now. It doesn't stop me from being curious how all this is going to play out. Now, of course, I don't expect anyone to tell me what's happening over there. They're not talking, and I probably wouldn't listen if they did. So, um, now, enter Tarot. And it's, Tarot's had a lot to tell me about what's likely going on over there. And it's told me about a lot of other things unrelated to the divorce or my, or my children. But we'll focus on the draw I did the evening I found that I no longer had a mortgage on a house I didn't own. It's kind of amazing how well this draw lines up with what I believe to be the facts of the situation based on, uh, you know, the, the, I know the participants and things that that, that happened uh, previously. So um, I'm going to put I'm going to put a picture of the draw in the chat uh, that will be for those who are listening, who are not listening live. Uh, we're um, you're missing out. Yeah, you're missing out, uh, you know, which is uh, live at 4 p.m. Central on Saturday afternoons at Lotus Effect dot stream. There we go. Um, and so, if you want to be part of harassing us during the show or requesting songs in Studio 33 directly after our show content, you can go to lotuseffect.chat. Sign in with the Kiwi. That's right. Um, and so... And I just want to say, Phoneboy has literally been compelled to do a draw for roughly two weeks straight. Every single night, I hear the crack of the tarot cards. And I'm, Oh, it's been three weeks even. Yeah, it's been... We think we've got, okay. I think we've cracked three, about three weeks now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So, let me uh, take a sip of wine here. Mm. And so I did a Celtic cross, which is a 10-card draw. So I'm going to go through 10 different cards. I'm not going to go through them in huge gory detail, but I will uh, take my impressions from the, from the cards. So, um, 
So the present situation is the Six of Wands, and the Six of Wands announces success, victory, and social recognition. Strengths and talents, and quote-unquote, were used to achieve a positive result, quote-unquote, and obstacles along the way, quote-unquote, were overcome. She's no doubt proud she stuck it to me, so to speak, uh, and the friends she flocks with are undoubtedly giving her adder girls and, and such. Now, now, another way she could have done this, something else this card suggests, just collaboration. Given by her own admission, she hadn't worked since 1998, and I know what it costs to live where she is. I knew her mother was going to be leaned on heavily. Uh, Hopefully to the point she fucking crushes her. Yeah, I didn't realize just how all in she was going to go, though. Though another draw I did, the day the loan was paid off, coincidentally, I did see her motivation for doing so. And, And interestingly, it was another six card, the Six of Cups, a card that speaks of continuity within a family or a stable alliance. She definitely put her money where her mouth is, so to speak. Um, Get your money. Yeah, well, let's not get into that. So the next card can more or less confirms this collaboration theory, and that would be the, the, the reverse Page of Wands. Now, the Page of Wands is a free spirit that generally represents change and new starts. He may not know exactly what he may encounter or the precise direction he may head, but he's generally a change agent, a catalyst, as it were. Now, this, the card is reversed in this draw, which in, instead suggests an immature person with a disturbing self-image problem. Yeah, it would be her, all right. Um, it can be a malicious and aggressive person or a person who's in distress and is always considered a victim, narcissist, anybody. Uh, she uh, is someone who has never had anything good to say, who is always pessimistic, who always criticizes everyone. This person drains all of your joy of life and in your confidence. It's often a superficial person, lady and ar- arrogant, or la- lazy and arrogant, unwilling to make even the slightest effort. In a more practical sense, the card represents the harsh reality my ex is now coming to terms with. She can't do what she wants on her own. Because, yeah, um, <laughs> by Mike, by uh, what, what's what been admitted and what I suspect has happened, uh, yeah, uh, that's, a lot, that's a lot of money to be in debt to somebody and not uh, be uh, in trouble uh, or, you know, or, or not be beholden to that person. So I just, I just think that's interesting. Um, so, um, but now we'll talk about the past, the nine of coins and the nine of coins um, speaks to the past she definitely had. And surely she felt confident, autonomous, independent, and free. She had access to the resources I provided her and was set up for future success. She basically had nothing to worry about and was enjoying the good life on my dime for 25 years. And in fact, the rest of the, 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 the stuff that's sitting in retirement accounts and stuff that she's eventually going to get. Yeah. She's going to enjoy the fruits of that too, because you know, so like, she will squander the fuck out of every dime of that money because she has to keep up appearances. She is cheap and tawdry goods, masquerading as quality. She's nothing but a white trash Alabama cracker. Yeah, well, I mean, seriously, like, what, what, oh boy, you know, I mean. A phone boy's ex. Fuck you! Yeah, well, anyway, we are going to, okay, so. I can't wait for the end of five years, phone boy. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to throw the biggest party, the day, your final payment to that fucking heifer clears. We're going to party like it's 1999, baby. No. So, let's talk about the the, the, the card that represents her future. And I thought that this was a very delicious card. Um, 
Now, in this case, it is the reverse world. Um, so the, the world is the final cup in the major arcana encountered at the end of the fool's journey. It represents the happy end to a process or the achievement of a goal. It also refers to perfection, harmony, wholeness among the different aspects of existence. All of these things come generally um, um, you know, into our lives after a long um, journey. Uh, uh, yeah, it would, it would be nice if I could actually type glad to know i'm not the only one <laughs> afflicted with that today yes yeah I, yeah that that word that sentence doesn't look right now that i've typed it so now what now and i it was and this is an interesting thing so what if you were given everything before it all began so to speak and then you lost it now surely you'd spend the rest of your life trying to get it back now my ex the child of a military uh, family had a pretty comfortable childhood she had everything she wanted and that continued throughout her marriage as well now the reverse world refers to effectively living in your own world disconnected from reality now as a narcissist she certainly is self-obsessed and thinks far too highly of herself. Her mother has spent thousands of dollars, and probably at this point, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars, to enable my ex to continue living a lifestyle she believes she's entitled to, but can't earn on her own. That's just that's just me. Um, you don't get to flex if it isn't your money. You don't get to be a boozy bitch, bougie bitch, excuse me, if it isn't your money or you're not earning it and i don't mean earning it on your back now so uh, the seven of coins which is the card that talks about her conscious influence and it speaks of experiencing the rewards of hard work and effort now in this case the hard work and effort likely involved keeping her mom happy so she could secure the resources she needed to maintain her lifestyle no doubt of a substantial amount of financial capital has been expended in this capability. Now, the seven of coins can also sometimes represent fear, failure, delays, and frustration. I'm, now, I'm reminded of a quote from Spock in Star Trek, of which I have a clip from our favorite pointy-eared science officer. After a time, you may find that having is not so pleasing a thing after all as wanting. It is not logical. But it is often true. Now, the question I have for for my ex, I I, I doubt she's listening, but um, if she does come across this, are you happy? Uh, I suspect she's not, and not just because she's a narcissist, but uh, because uh, what she wants, uh, she's not going to be able to get. And uh, and then you know we talk about um, you know the the unconscious influence, and that that refers to the ten of cups in this case. Now, the ten of cups embodies happiness, joy, satisfaction, and emotional fulfillment, especially in the area of relationships and family. It's almost an idyllic state of peace, harmony, and love, where all of your dreams and wishes are fulfilled, and you are looking forward. To your luck. Now, there's a lot of ways I can take this, and perhaps she's in a relationship with someone else now, and and, and things are going well. Now, I I thought I, I thought she might be seeing somebody before we, before the uh, insurrection took place, and I and I wasn't I wasn't all that angry about it then, so um, I wouldn't be angry about it now. Um, you know, now um, I suspected this possibility. Like I said, even before the insurrection, part, and 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 because she specifically told me, uh, "quote I had ample opportunity to cheat on you when accusing me of the same." Just remember that old Dutch phrase: uh, "What you get, but yourself, much you cope to the health." I think that's I've said that correctly, or at least I got the cadence right. Um, the fact she may be seeing someone has come up in previous tarot draws I've done. So, um, you know, and, and and again, I think, and I've seen possible evidence of that uh, in the past. So um, now, of course, this could all just be about maintaining their superior position as well you know because appearances mean everything to her um 
Now, what's her motivation? We, we're, so we're getting into the um, we're we're getting into the to the uh, back end of the uh, the draw here. So the motivation uh, for this uh, particular uh, the, the, yeah for this one is the three of swords, and and it's now. The Three of Swords indicates a victory over a weaker opponent, possibly with the aid of someone else. Now, that's how she no doubt perceives me as, 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 a, as a weaker opponent. Now, financially speaking, she's right. I don't have anywhere near the war chest her mom has, which is, yeah, I don't even want to. I don't even want to get into that. It might now it might also indicate that she has a clear direction now, and if that's the case, good for her. Now, regardless, if she thinks she's defeated me, well, she's got another thing coming. And uh, now the uh, the the. <clears throat> The external influence here is the Four of Swords, and that announces a calmness after a storm, which you know, and, and a period of rest and recuperation after a challenging episode, with the promise that once restored, you can return to combat. Now, meanwhile, it brings a new challenge, to remain silent and inactive. It's time to rebuild mentally, meditate, and spend time in a calm atmosphere. Now, you must rebuild your strength, recharge spiritually, rest, and relax. To say this divorce has been a battle is an understatement. Now, however, this need to return treat can be seen as a restriction. Considering she's taken every opportunity to needle me over every little thing in this divorce, I suspect she's actually angry there are no more games she can play to attempt to disrupt me. Now, if there's if there's a new significant other, and, and, ha- and has been for a while, which I, again, which I suspect, um, that... Um, you know, the, the, it, it, she may be eager to move things forward. Now, a, uh, a new marriage would uh, vacate any spousal support orders, though, and I suspect she would stand married out of spite to ensure she received every last dollar from me. Now, that's a, yeah, because uh, just everything in the, that's gone on during the divorce, that, that seems like that that's all, all it's about. Now, the, um, now, her hopes and fears can be summarized by the page of coins. Uh, now, the page of coins is a card of, of the dreams and desires to manifest them in the material world. It does not indicate the fulfillment of the dreams, but rather the initial motivation and the needed energy to begin the process of materializing these dreams into reality. As a result, this card encourages you to start putting in place clear strategies and actions that will ultimately lead you to realize your dreams and goals. Now, I suspect that because it's you now the page of coins is a, is a male figure and I, I i i when i saw that card i went that, that must be you know must be who it is it's just this, a person i even thought about uh, I, I even had a suggestion for who i thought the person might be but that's a, but i'm not going to i'm not going to get into that here uh so um but um you know, and so we're we're getting to the last card in the draw, which is the outcome is the hanged man, and the hanged man refers to the to the moment of a pause in everything, so that we can turn our to our advantage by improving our plan in more detail, self understanding, and internal work. You can also talk about an obstacle or the inability to act. Usually, this card will tell us that it's not time to make a decision, and that the views and situations need to be riper. It, now, it struck me that the hanged man in the reverse world have characters that seem like mirror images of each other. The fact they showed up in the same draw in the positions they did feels significant. Now, it also seems to drive home something that I already know. She's her own worst enemy in achieving what she wants and always has been. As a narcissist, she'll never own that fact. Um, but I think when I get down to it, and because it, 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 you know, the, the, it ultimately comes down to the fact that uh, you know she thinks that she's going to be successful, but I think in the end of the day, she's not going to be. There's no, she's not going to get what she, uh, you know, she. She's not going to succeed. And she's not. Gonna, she's certainly not going to be happy. So, 
I mean, that's it. That's that- yeah. No amount of money can make you happy. If you're a miserable cunt, you're a miserable cunt, whether you're rich or whether you're poor. Mm-hmm. That is true, and uh, so I think we've. Uh, I don't know what else that, that I was I going to say about that. I think that, but it's it's just kind of funny because I've I've been thinking about all these draws I've done, and and I know, and and it's been it's been interesting because I don't. I don't know why I should care about this, but at the same time, I think I still need to sort of come to terms with it all because it because it went it went so far off the rails. And again, I I know that there's absolutely nothing I could have done to to, to change the trajectory it was going to go. Right? I might be able to rearrange the deck chairs in the Titanic a bit, but but it's a lot of stuff to, to to come to terms with at the same time i understand there's nothing i could have done but i but again there's a lot of uh, a lot of feelings come out around it and and you know and i and you know my kid you know i know my kids are victims although they've made their own choices too so um you know i still worry about my kids but uh you know who are gonna, who are stuck in all of this and uh you know all i can do is uh, hope that uh, you know that uh, um that, someday they know. may actually come around be adults <clears throat> And want to talk to you about the situation. Yeah, possibly. And I'm sure that you'll be willing to have that conversation with them if and when that day ever comes. Yeah, I think when when that comes, I think so. Yeah, but I think right now, I think it's uh, you know there's a there's some growth that needs to take place. There's some distance that needs to take place, and I've been trying to uh, come to terms with it all. And I think that it's where Tara's been kind of helpful. I think for me has just been kind of going through it and making sure that I or you know, exposing things to me that will help me with my. Uh, with my stuff here so um but uh, i think we are um i think i think we've i think we've reached the end of our show here and so i need to find the the button that we play when we do that which i think is uh let's see where is it i don't know i, I i'm not finding it over you're here. just not having a good day no i'm yay look blue douche is here I, i'm excited no but okay here we get okay so i gotta play this so fucking over this. Yeah, and I know there's some other clip I got to pull to put into the opening. I can't remember, but I'll handle it. We will have to. I know what it. it is. Yeah, well, we have to play. Oh, you're talking about the Darren. Well, no, we're we're adding talking about other clips that I took that we. We'll handle it later. Okay. Yeah. All right. So are we ready? Yes. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do this, and I've got. Yeah, to... he phone boy doesn't know how he usually ends these things. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I don't. Not today. He doesn't. No, I don't. Jordan fades back. Swoosh, and that's the game. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out. You still here? It's over. Go home. Go. Go.